Lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny. You're notoriously nice nurse shark. You just made that up. I did. What's a nurse shark? It's a type of shark. Is it really? It is. How do you spell it? Nurse shark. Oh, like, uh, I thought you said nurse shark. No, like nurse. Nurse shark. Yeah. Huh. Like, you go to the hospital and a nurse. I got you. And then it's add really, shark. It, it's a real thing. Rawr. Well, they don't really roar, but you know. They go. I was gonna go. I was gonna be like. I was gonna be like. Glug, Bubbles. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, how are you doing, Danny? I am doing. I'm doing well. I'm a little sore, but I'm good. Why are you sore, Danny? Because we. Got it. You got to preface these things. I am sore because we spent the last, I guess, what two weeks moving things out of our old house um and our tenant moved in this weekend and so like last this past week i was like throwing the last bits of trash out and lugging stuff all over the place so my body is definitely still like i'm on the recovery now but my body was still a little achy so got you but i'm good i'm actually really good how are you i'm doing amazing like you said we have our tenants now so now we are officially landlords and uh Y'all pray for us. Make sure that it We've is a been, yeah. a seamless and uneventful I was, process. I was throwing away stuff in people's dumpsters. Oh my god! Yeah, TJ was not trying. Go ahead. So we could talk about that because we can surely talk about it. I'm I'm an ardent supporter of if it gives you peace of mind, saves you time, or saves you energy, then it is money well spent. And I wanted to pay to have someone come in and remove a lot of the junk, the things that we weren't taking with us and the things that couldn't just like necessarily go out in the trash from our old house. And TJ opted not to. So he spent a good part of his time breaking shit, breaking shit. I had so much fun doing that. First off, Danny gave me attitude one of these days. So I was taking it out on this motherfucking the bed frame. I was knocking the shit out of this bed frame with this hammer. Oh, my God. So, I'm glad that you had your little rage moment. Yo, that shit really, like, that shit really worked. Like, I, I understand why they have a place where you can go to just fucking destroy stuff. Like, So, maybe we should do that more often. You should have, I should, like, get you, like, a, I should find one for you. No, well, listen, once once we have everything um, in this house, like, situated, especially the workout room slash entertainment center room slash everything room. Cause then I'll be able to get like my boxing in. So if I'm if I have an attitude, I just go downstairs. I can. If I have attitude, I can go downstairs too. Yeah. So so yeah. So that's why I'm sore, but I'm really good. And like I said, like our tenant moved in this weekend. So y'all pray for us that we have a very like uneventful transition into this new realm. But you know, we're, I think we'll be fine. I think so too. We're trying our hand at you know being owners <laughs> of multiple properties. So that is that's very true. It sounds like, and that's not a flex, and it's not anything like that. But it's just you know, it's our reality. It's um, it's just our reality, and hopefully it'll be something that will. I'm claiming it as something that will be a profitable and prosperous venture. But welcome to another episode of Lovers Quarrel. There you go. As always, I'm your girl, Danny. And I'm your guy, TJ. And you know that this is your first time listening. Welcome. If this is your second time listening, welcome back. And if this is your third or more time listening, you are now family, or as TJ would like to call you... A lover. Yeah. Shout out to all my lovers out there. 
You so, beautiful people. Um, you ready to jump right in it? Sure, why not? Okay. Do you want to go first on the elevator, or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll go, I'll start it off. Why not? Are you going up or down? Up. <clears throat> Staying positive. Going up. So, you know, when we're recording this, it's Kobe Bryant's birthday. It is. Which is also my Black History fact. So you're gonna hear this twice, but you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the great Kobe's birthday, and you know, it's it's still kind of hard to, not hard, but it's like it's weird to know that Kobe's not here. Surreal. Yes, there you go. Um, and you know, I just wanna Nike did this dope joint with Kendrick Lamar. Danny showed me it earlier, but it's just like. You realize like how dope Kobe truly was, and like his his mentality, the mama mentality, and you know he didn't allow things to excuse me define him. Right, he went through a, a whole rape allegation and stuff like that, and that could have destroyed him. Mm-hmm. But in that, he created the Mamba mentality and everything, and 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 it propelled him, and it made him a better person. And you know, um, I feel like we learn a lot from Kobe, and I feel like. He touched a lot of people, you know. Um, that's why he's my favorite, you know. I understand people are going to debate. And, you know, as I've gotten older, I've realized that everyone's going to have who their favorite is. So it doesn't even matter. Like, you can have all the statistics and all that other stuff, but it's still going to be an opinion. And I think for me, what I loved most about Kobe was when he was done, he was done. He, was, he left everything on the court. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? No and, regrets. And and he started motivating other players. He's not, you know, and 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 to me, it just spoke a lot to his character, right? Michael Jordan was a great player. I think he's a terrible person, and that's that, that can be fair. I and, think, and, and people can, you know, I I want to differentiate that. So Michael Jordan is a great person, a great basketball player. But as a person, does he have friends? Does he have people who like him? Probably, probably not, not as much. Yeah, I think. Um I think that's, to me, why Kobe is, I mean, for obvious reasons, is one of the greatest to ever touch a basketball in the history of the game. But, you know, I think, so like, it's like you have a kind of like a scale, right? And it's like you have Michael Jordan, who is somebody who you can't deny what he brought to the game of basketball. Oh, no, he, but, he revolutionized but, the game. But his his personality or his his demeanor was left left sometimes little to be desired even though it almost like it was almost like kind of like they're like mirror images of each other not mirror images that they're like inverses of each other right because in that personality wise because on the surface you know we all thought that like i want to be like mike and mike was this great like space jam and all that stuff like that and he really wasn't and then kobe because of his his like m- intensity as far as his work ethic as far as his drive as far as that mama mentality on the court and that he like he took this shit serious and you weren't gonna get no smiles out of him or whatever but what people fail to see sometimes was that off the court when he was, it, he was like a regular person it was and you know and it was like all guards were down and he was so amiable he was so friendly and then you know and then i think and again, I'm, not only, I'm only bringing him into this conversation because it's basketball and he is my favorite player. But, like, LeBron, I feel like, is the person that kind of, like... He embodies has, all he, of them. He embodies both of them. He's, like, he's this phenomenal, like, game-changing player. But he's also this, like, likable... person. Person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An no, amazing I, I'll person. So. Listen, I, I feel like... I feel like anybody can learn something, right? Like... Absolutely. When I'm working, I'm... 
I want to have a mamba mentality. I I, I want to. You've been definitely having a mamba mentality. Oh yeah, but 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 that's my point. And people may look at it like, oh my god, why are you working so hard? Or it's the weekend. But it's like shit got to get done. So as long as shit got to get done, I'm gonna get it done. So to me, it's to, from the outside looking in, it's like TJ's is working too hard. But from the inside, I'm like, nah, shit got to get done. Like, and and I understand it. You know, it's the weekend, and you know, but. Why, especially now, like during COVID, I have nothing else to do. So as long as I'm not taken away from you and Tatum and the rest of my family, if I'm if I decide to do work on the weekends and it doesn't affect y'all, then it shouldn't matter to me. It, it And it, it shouldn't matter and it doesn't matter. I think. I also just don't want to have a pileup. Like, you know what I mean? Some people will be like, oh, it's the weekend. I'll handle it on Monday. But now when you go into Monday... You have 60 emails you got to worry about. I understand that too. And the only thing I ever say to you too is just that you know you want to make sure that you're being mindful about setting boundaries as things go along. And also I, I too, feel like I do have boundaries though. You, I have boundaries for me. And, 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 and that's, I think that's a major thing. People have to do stuff based off of themselves. If I felt overwhelmed, then I would yeah. I, I would do what I need to do because I felt overwhelmed. But, but, I, but I don't. So. But... You know, also just, and I'm not saying you don't, but when people are in that zone that you're in right now too, it's just also to important. It's also important to acknowledge the people in your circle and in your village that make it possible for you to do that. Because she's trying to say I don't acknowledge you. No, I'm not saying that you don't acknowledge. Or you me. just. I'm just saying like, like forewarning other people. Yeah, I'm okay. saying, like, I'm, like just, I'm just inquiring because yeah, cause no, words mean things. They do mean things, and that's why I said I. I think I said at the top of the statement that it's not about. It's about making sure that you know you're you're acknowledging the people that are making creating that space for you to be able to do that. And I'm not saying that you you don't acknowledge what what I do, but I'm just saying like when people are in that zone, they have to be but be cognizant, be mindful, be courteous of the people because like I handle bath time and getting her ready for bed and doing like those little stuff. I try spin- to do that stuff some stuff stuff I try to do that stuff sometimes too. And Tatum be like, Nah, I don't want you. I want mommy. Yes. But but the other day I was I was doing story time with her and you were and I let y'all rock because okay but that's but I think you know part of that part of what comes into that is she's also accustomed to me doing it more so that's why it's like it's a thing it's she she thinks it's like our thing but all I'm all I'm saying is that I'm not because TJ definitely appreciates the things that I do and he acknowledges I'm not trying to like take a dig no, or anything no. like that. I don't but I don't think that you are I. I, I'm just I, saying it like as a, I know as a, that as a message to people. I know that I can't do what I do without you. I I know that I can't do the stuff that I want to do the way that I want to do it, how I want to do it without you. Like you 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 are my backbone. So I know that you know what I mean. And 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 but that's also why I make sure I check in with you and I make sure that you're good. Like so, I don't do it with. With the idea that I don't care about anybody, I know that I have a fire ass wife who's gonna make sure that I can do the things that I want to do and things that I need to do, and not gonna she's not gonna complain or she's not gonna hold me back. So mm-hmm. I'm allowed to work as hard as I want. I'm, I'm allowed to go into my mama mentality because I know I know I got my wife who's gonna take care of everything, and you know I I, I don't have those worries. So yeah. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, and I will say that your your drive and your intensity and your and your mama mentality about work is is 
endearing because I know that that's not always how you felt about the things that you did for a living before this. And that's very true. And so it's it's it warms my heart and it makes me happy to see you so committed to something like in the professional realm because I've seen you committed to plenty of other things outside of that. But now that you get to like the thing that the thing outside of your family that takes up the most of your time and the most of your bandwidth is also something that you give a shit about it's something that you care about is it makes me happy that it's that it's now something that you like yeah that you're working towards it and it's also very much like it's an attractive quality i would say that i have a greater appreciation of what you were doing as a teacher now that i've have something that's as time consuming if that makes sense mm-hmm. or but that's on brand for us it is. I mean, you, you do a lot of things first, and then I kind of get the I kind of get the blues for it, and then you turn around and do uh, it later. I think this is perfect because it's going to lead into your elevator. It actually is. So I'm going to stay going up, right? So, all right, y'all. So, in the uh, final sweep of our old house, as we were getting the last of our things in out of there, um, I came across a few like token items that I had saved. First thing I came across, and I, I'll probably I'll take a picture of it and post it on our page, right? I came across the watch. Like if you've ever li- if you've listened long enough to this ep- to this this podcast, you know that Tita and I used to like went together in 2013, and then no, that's 2013. Excuse me, 2003. Jesus Christ! And so we went and we went together then, and he um, got me this watch right for Christmas, and. It was the worst presentation ever, and it was an ugly ass watch. And I found the watch, and so I'm gonna post the picture of the watch. And this is the, this is the the beginning of the end of what was like the play play dating. And then we really got back together in summer of '04, and that's where we've been riding ever since. But I also found, again, if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know that I am a Delta and TJ is an Alpha, and that I pledged before TJ did. And because you're older, and also wiser. And so, what is that? Wait, first though, what is? Go ahead. You know what? We'll talk about that later. Go ahead. So, when I was pledging, um, when I was going through my process, TJ, you were pledging. I was going through the process. Um, <laughs> Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated is a non-hazing organization. Excuse um, you. Okay. I found TJ gave me a hard time because he really didn't have a, a firm understanding of what Greek life was about. He only heard things like through secondhand information. So when it came time for me to say I wanted to do this, and you he can say like, I heard it from my father. Okay, I was trying to be mindful. Nope. So he was like, "Yo, you're legal gang." Yeah, go ahead. Tell the story. And so he was like, "Because these people, they're my lovers." So. Okay. So they sent. Uh, so he used to send. He used to email me articles about like all of these like like major like hazing allegations in different organizations, all of this stuff, right? And so we were going through it. So not only was I like trying to become a Delta, but then I was also trying to like salvage my relationship with TJ because he was giving me the hardest fucking time, right? But at one point, TJ, I guess, you know, came to the understanding and realization that, you know, I was serious about this. No, I didn't come to realize. I came to realization because my wife told me. Well, I was then his girlfriend. She literally told me, listen, I'm going to do this shit with with you or without you. And I I feel like she said, I feel like she said shit. I really do feel like she said... I might have. I know I said, I'm going to do this with you or without you. Yeah. I, I said that word yeah. for word. And when she said that, I was like... So... I ain't going to lose her. So he wrote me a letter, y'all. This name was... It's, a, it's tight, tight written. It was tight written. This it's name ain't got no... 
No spaces. No spaces. <laughs> it, went, it went into the second page. It was like almost, it was like, it, it just eked over into the second page, but no spaces. You're not, are we, are you going to read this? I'll read quick. So it's dated March 7th, 2007. So mind you, I'm not married to TJ, nowhere near engaged to TJ, but he t- he, he he titles it. He goes, Dear Danielle Byerson, right? This is, I'm still Freeman at this point. Did I really? Yes, this is Danielle Byerson because you were like, you Ooh, knew you was going to marry me. I knew I was going to marry you. <laughs> so let me read it to you. No, I don't want to read it. So he goes. You're going to make me blush. I don't know where to start. <laughs> or how That's to- funny to you. Sorry. I'm divorcing I, you. I don't know where to start or how to say what I want to say, but I would try to make my try my best. This time away from you has been the hardest time for me. This is the ultimate challenge. This time away from you has allowed me to think about myself, you and us, and this time has also allowed me to evaluate everything else in life. Danielle, when I go to sleep, I think of you. <laughs> While in class, I'm thinking of you. Why are you making it sound so like Shut up, shut up. <laughs> this is my letter. <laughs> I wrote the goddamn letter. But it was to me, so it's my letter now. You got it. While I'm playing ball, even when I'm waiting for the next, I'm thinking of you. Listen to these bars, I realize that I must always cherish everything in life because nothing is promised. I thought I would always be able to speak to you and see you, but you were taken away from me. But I believe this will and has made us and and will make this will and has made us stronger. My goal is just to do well in school so I can transfer and be with you. Because this is when he was at Coppin, not at Towson. Danielle, you are a very important part of my life, and a second doesn't go by when I don't think of you and wonder what is she doing, what is she thinking of. Why do you make me sound like like a square? (laughs) No, you're not a square. I'm about to be 19 years old. Laughing at my pain. <laughs> I love it. I love every second of this. And I won't be able to spend that day with you won't. because your birthday was coming up. I won't be able to spend well, that, obviously, day, it's March 7th, that day with you, which hurts the second hurts the second most, but we must all make sacrifices. I trust you and I know I know what you are doing. I know that you are you know what you're doing. I have always said Oh my gosh. Okay. I was like, I've always said where you even lose my train? I've lost my place. I've always said, make yourself happy, and you are happy, and you are, and I'm happy for that. Just know that I f- that the way I feel for you won't ever change. I love you more and more every day, and I, and being apart from you, I feel like part of me is dying. I feel I felt like I should send this letter to you just to show you how I feel. <laughs> I have been flip floppy <laughs> with my feelings, and I know it was something which hurt both of us. I want to be here for you with any and everything you do because this is the kind of man my parents raised me to be. And the thought of breaking up was the worst feeling ever. I, could- Ooh, I was putting some bars in there. Go ahead. Talk that shit, TJ. I couldn't imagine life without you or just being your friend. That would have hurt. I couldn't imagine you with nobody else, and I couldn't imagine you myself. I couldn't imagine myself with another girl. You were so attractive to me. You're so beautiful, intelligent, and smart, and I couldn't let that go. I need that. Even though I already have it, I want more of it. <laughs> Just keep your head up. Know how smart and intelligent you are. Know how gorgeous you are, how strong you are. Know that you have a man who loves you more than he loves himself. A man who will stop breathing just so you could continue to breathe. A man, a man who is willing to do whatever it takes to make you happy. I'm that man. And just know I'm here forever. Fire! Please understand that you are the girl for me and I only want the best for you. I support you and will be here waiting until I can see you again. As I said earlier, I didn't know how to start this or, or how to say what I want, but I will try and I will continue trying to find a way to say I love you because I truly love you. We've been together for two years. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but too it, long years, Danny. But it feels like forever. It was. We have overcome every obstacle up to now, and there are probably Facts. other obstacles ahead. Facts. A lot of those. But I feel like we will be able to overcome them, just like we will overcome the one we have now. Mm. I feel like these obstacles are a test. This test is our is to test our love and to see if we can withstand it. And I know we can. Just like you said the other day, we will look back at, at this in a couple of months from now and laugh at the situation. Light turn page. <laughs> Life is what you make of it, and it's how you live it. I want to live my life happy with Danielle being the man that I know I know I am and the man everybody knows I am. This crazy thing called love has me made me do and say <laughs> some crazy things, but it's all Facts. worth it because it's been a way to show you how much I love you. I will be here waiting for you. <laughs> love you. Sincerely, Terrence D. Byerson, Jr. Listen, I had some bars back then. I might have mad grammatical errors in this. I shit. Was, I did clean it up a little bit, but it was. But you, it was pretty, oh, <laughs> I was, as I was reading. As you was reading it. But you know, it's okay. It's because you were pouring your heart out. I truly was. And I appreciate it, and it makes me love you. And y'all, that was just a testament to how intense this nigga was, and we were teenagers. But I just thought that this was like the best elevator ever because I found this letter. It's literally like, look, his address was a daily haul from Coppin and mine is at Towson. Cop State U. Exactly. My, my. So I went to HBCU first. You did. Then went to PWI. Yes, you did. But y'all. Yeah, that conversation another day. Get you, get you a nigga who loves you this hard when, <laughs> when they're 19 years old, but almost 19. So you were 18 when you wrote this. I mean, I've been with you since I was like 16. six. Like 16. But, um, I was 15, you were 16 because you're a year older than me. Eight months, don't play yourself. You're a year older. Moving on, it's now time for the relationship tip of the week. <laughs> How do we? You know what? My tip is super simple. I'm going to start it off. Hey, be a fanboy or fangirl for your partner. Let me tell you. Let me set the scene. Saturday. Boom. <laughs> then it comes downstairs in this little dress, this little number, looking like a snack. First knock. Let me let me take some steps back. She getting dressed, she getting her hair done, she get the special, you know what I mean, little my little halo braid. My little halo braid, you know what I mean? She love, that's the only kind of braids she know how to do. You so full of shit. And, and and these little fizz braids that she got on. Which is if you what check I, our IG, you'll see it. I posted it about how you go call me Fizzle Golf. Talk about Fizzle, fizzle Golf. Fizzle Golf <laughs> Anyway, so, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh shit, Danny looking okay. Danny get her hair done. I, I'm thinking she's just doing this just because. Right? So I'm speaking to my line brother. And we happen to be talking about the same thing. You know what I mean? How women don't want to dress up. At least my woman, my woman don't want to dress up because it's like I'm going to the movies. I don't got to dress up. So she come downstairs looking fire, and I was being a fan. Like yo, you are fire. Come to find out, she had an engagement later, so that's why she was looking fire. But listen, be a fan of your partner. It's okay. Listen, I'm here to tell you, it's okay to be a fan. Like. We got to normalize loving your partner and hyping them up and, you know, just doing the regular stuff. Like, you can never be too cool for your partner because your partner knows you in and out. Mm -hmm. Like, if you really fuck with your partner. Like, while that letter was kind of embarrassing because it's like, that was, what, how old am I? 32. So that was, what? You were 18, 19. 19? No, I was about to turn 19. You turned 19 later that month. So how many years ago was that? 13? Oh, seven. 14? 13 years. No, but I was 18. 18 plus 10. 2007 to 2020. 28. It's 13 years. Plus two. 
We'll be 30. Yeah. No, you said 13. It'll be 12. No, it'll be 13. Hold on. You might be right, though. Because if I, if I crossed in 2007 we're and I'm, we're that, in 2020, if I was 13 18, years. Minus 32 is 14, actually. We were both wrong. You were about to be 19, though. So you, it was your 19th year live. Okay, whatever. 32 minus 19. 32 minus 19. That would have been 13, but That's I was exactly. 18 when I wrote it. Okay, moving on. How many years ago was that, Danny? 13, nigga. It was 14 years ago. No, it wasn't. TJ, you have to count the year that you're in. Okay. So we were in 2007 when you wrote that letter. Okay, so 2007. You were turning, that was your 19th year of life. You just had You're right, 13. You're right. Apologize. I apologize. Golly. So you see how easy that was? So you're a year older than me. Thank you. No, I'm eight months older. <laughs> this is crazy. My relationship tip of the week is also pretty simple but impactful, which is... Um, me so badly. Whatever is that when you're in a relationship or you're in any type of relationship quite honestly is you need to like protect each other because we're going to talk about that a little later in this episode and you need to protect each other like i'm not saying don't call a spade a spade don't say i'm not saying don't tell somebody when they're wrong but you know there's a lot of people out here who don't wish well don't have well wishes for others including your loved ones including the people that you the, the person that you lay with that night and it's imperative that you protect them and that doesn't always have to mean like physical protection, but that means like, you know, it's important to defend people even when they're not in the room, especially maybe more so to, especially when they're not even in the room to defend themselves and, um, and to call and defend what they, what they believe to be their truth, defend what they believe to be their reality, what, what is their reality? Because even if it may not be your reality, your experience, like if you love this person, you trust this person, you respect them, then you need, you also should believe them and protect their their spirit, their energy, their person, their thoughts. And with that, are you? That was a nice tip. Thank you. You're welcome. You ready for your black history fact? Yeah. Am I leading or you leading? I should probably lead. Yeah, because, well, yours is like a, a two for one. Well, yeah, element. I mean, I already said it. So, you know, like I said earlier, black history fact, I'm keeping it super simple. It's Kobe Day. We're recording on a Sunday, so... Kobe's birthday. Happy um, birthday. And number 24 is 42. Tomorrow is 8-24, which is Kobe is Mama Day. It is. And uh, you know, um, those those are my facts. Like black history. Kobe's black history to, forever to me. He is, uh, he's black he's history, period. One of the most like I said, he's probably one of the greatest players to ever play, um, in my opinion. And you know what he brought to the game of basketball the competitiveness the, the the mental fortitude that you had to have like he was different he was different and we we really got to see that when he passed away and how much how he affected people we gotta remember when kobe was alive and he retired he was giving out the mamba like you know what i mean he told giannis like you gotta win mvp that's that's your next goal. When he won, when he won mvp championship is next mm-hmm. like he challenged people and and you know Kobe always get a bad rap because they say he's arrogant or whatever. But I, he was confident. I mean, it was a confident motherfucker. And he respected people who were confident. That's why the Lamar Odoms, the, the, the fucking Karan Butlers, the, the, the Metal World Peace, like Derek Fish, like, you know what I mean? And, it, and, it, and it, even when him and, Cole, him and Shaq talked, like, 
when they had their their, their way to like squash your beef or whatever, mm-hmm. he he loved Shaq. He just didn't. He thought Shaq was lazy, and that irritated that. him. That was it. But laziness probably irritated the fuck out of him. But 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 for Shaq, I'm dominant. I was getting my ass beat all all throughout the season. I'll play my way into it. But for Kobe, nah, you gotta be you gotta be ready from jump. So it's just an it's just a different ideal, like not ideal. It's just a different ideology of of minds. But you know, happy birthday to Mamba. Happy Mamba Day, eight twenty four. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's it, it's it's sad to just you He's know. Not here. And Vanessa Bryant messages be so sad and. That shit made me cry every time I read them. Yeah, she's she's yeah. Cause it's it's. It's actually the one that she did for his birthday, like her saying like been, it should have been her. That's whole, yeah, that's. Eat you up! It's yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get choked up talking about it because I'm every time like. I mean, but as you I, grow up with somebody and, and you love somebody and and that's all you know, right? And mm-hmm. you know. I reflected differently. Like Drake is my favorite, and he had that line, "Bitch, you aren't with me shooting the gym." And, and and yeah, we we loved it. We quoted it. But even though she wasn't there shooting with him in the gym, she was there. She was doing all the things. She was able. Yes, exactly. She was making the space for him. She to she have allowed him to be the mama mentality. Absolutely, and and they knew that. And yeah. that's why when he did cheat, and whenever that whole stuff happened, that's that was the. Uh, on top of that violation period and the, the everything that came with it, it was that violation because it was like I made, you know, thinking about it from her perspective, it was like I helped facilitate this world. Well, cheating is, I mean, it's it's it has a lot to do with, I mean, people will feel betrayed, you know? Like, you, you don't expect your partner to step out. And violate. That's another, t- we can have this conversation for another day. Like I said. It's a violation. It is a violation. It, it, it is, but I but I also feel like are we violated because you stepped out, or we violate like you violated. I feel trust. like there's different levels to it. Like you violated the sanctity of our marriage. Did you cheat, and that was it, or are you like like to me? It's like if it's a one time thing, that's not as bad as someone who's like they got a whole number family or they're doing. Oh, I mean, there's there's definitely. So that's what I'm saying. There's there's. There's levels to it, but it's mm-hmm. all violations. I'm not saying that it's not, but me and you look at things differently. If you cheated, I'm not going to... Like, for you, cheating and beating is is an automatic leave, leave for you. And I'm not going to say that. I can't say that, because that's the case. You hit me once, so I should have left. And... I, okay. I, I, no, I'm, I'm just saying, based off of... I'm not going to say... What's your deal breaker? Then? Yeah, I don't have deal breakers because again, if you cheated, I don't need to figure out why you cheated. It was something that I did. Now, if it's something that you did and you were something selfish, then that may be easier. But if it's something that I, that I caused you to to have to cheat or feel like you needed to cheat, then I need to fix myself. But also, though, cheating—that's just my personal preference. And I, and and my we bit, have two different preferences. And my my perspective on it is that cheating. Well, perspective, is, yes. My perspective on it. Sorry. Sounds like our daughter just uh, flushed the toilet. Flushed the toilet. And the last time she did that, she flushed. Her Paw Patrol pants went down there. So So, I'm going to keep going while TJ checks in on that. Um, uh, My black history fact for this episode is about Bayard Rustin, who, and he, on the day this episode drops, which is August 24th, 
1987, he passed away from a perforated appendix, actually. And Bayard Rustin is a little, was a little-known but very impactful member of the civil rights movement. Um, just a few notes about him was that he attended Wilberforce University and Cheney University. He didn't finish school there, but he did attend both, which are both HBCUs, um, and then ultimately enrolled into City College in New York City. Um, and in 1941, he worked with fellow union organizer A. Philip Randolph and A.J. Must. Um, T.J. went to A. Philip Randolph, which is why I also felt like this was near and dear to his heart. And together, those three men organized the March on Washington movement that was um, meant to protest uh, segregation in the military and African-Americans' exclusion from employment in, this, in the defense industries. Then, in 1956, he helped Martin Luther King Jr. with not, um, developing nonviolent strategies during the Montgomery bus boycott. Um, the big thing about that you know you should know about Bayard Rustin, which explains why he's so little known, is that he was a pacifist. So he actually had to serve time in jail because he refused to. Um, when he got drafted, he refused to go, and he was an openly gay man during the 1940s and 50s, and. Um, and being openly gay when it was still very much criminalized in the United States is why, even though despite his many contributions, he's often left out of the conversation due to the rampant homophobia um, that still existed during that time and then the fear that some civil right, other civil rights leaders had that his openness about his sexuality would compromise the movement. So they often, even though he did so much work for the civil rights movement, he was often left out of the conversation. But Bayard Rustin is my black history fact for today. And the reason why I said it was kind of like, I was telling you about it earlier, about how I thought this was related to you was because he worked with A. Philip Randolph and then he also worked with um, Martin Luther King Jr. And you know, MLK was an alpha and you went to A. Philip Randolph High School. So he, but what I was telling our listeners while you were checking on Tatum was that part of why he was, he's always like so it's quietly kept about him. He's not as known as other civil rights leaders is because he was openly gay. And that's so crazy. I mean, I get it. I mean, stigmas are stigmas and, and that's what happens, but it's like, if a gay person is helping us, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, if your house was burning, are you going to be like, if your house is burning and then there's a gay person or a trans person coming to save you, you're going to be like, nope, you can't help me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think we've got to change our mindsets, but thank you for telling me about him. I, I would have never, I didn't, I've never heard of his name before, so I'm yeah. definitely going to do some research. Thank you. Another Black History Fact. So I just uh, um, did the audible for... Malcolm X's uh, autobiography. So my oh, father yeah. loves it. Uh, LeBron James just uh, is reading it now. Uh-huh. But Lawrence Fishburne is narrating it. So That's a good voice. As I've gotten older, I prefer to listen to people read as opposed to having to read myself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. Awesome. That's not really a fact, but I just figured because there's a, a lot of black tidbit. history. Yeah. Um, well, with that... We are going to round out this part of our uh, our segment with our word of the week. Okay, we're gonna use. Hold on, word of the week is aggrandize. Okay, that means she knows it. She said that way too confidently. <laughs> hold on, I'm waiting for the the word. Aggrandize. Aggrandize. Yes, you said it correctly. Oh, whew. that's. 
that's how you know she knew it and she didn't even care. Like, I don't care how you pronounce it. I know it. Go ahead, Daya. Oh, define it for me. Increases the power status of uh, or wealth of. An action intended to aggrandize the Frankish dynasty. Enhance the reputation of someone beyond what is justified by the facts. Okay. He hoped to aggrandize himself by dying a hero's death. Okay. okay. Aggrandize. A G G R A N D I Z E. Wrong. Was it only one G? No, you was right, but oh. I just wanted to fuck with you. Oh, nigga. That's what happened to you so confident. Humble yourself. I was humble. Anyway, aggrandize. Thank that you. is the word of the week, so. I win. You do. Thank and you. now we're going to take a, a break from our sponsor, Gain Sports Gear. Hey, friend, it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support, unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor. Go to GainesSportsGear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process by using our code LOVERS10, that's L-O-V-E-R-S-10, at Gaines, G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com. And now, back to the episode. What's going on, y'all? We back. Hey, everybody. And for today's episode, um, I wanted to talk about the, and I did it like kind of almost like a, like a, very bullshit dissertation topic but i wanted i quoted it as megan the stallion and tori lane's an examination of living at the intersection of being black and female i don't know how how, how i'm gonna do with this but go ahead um, your dissertation so again if you live living, living under a rock you didn't you are fully aware that allegedly you're this fully aware that allegedly. Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez were involved in some sort of an altercation. Allegedly. Um, we have to, you have to say allegedly, Danielle. Allegedly, because it, because because we don't know who shot her, or because we everything's she, alleged. She named her shooter. I understand that, but even if you say this person did it, you have to say allegedly. You have to give them their day in court. Okay. So, so, you, so you don't believe in that? No, I, I believe in people having their day in court, but okay, I also believe in like my eyes and ears. But um, well, your eyes and ears is only coming from one source. Okay, so but go ahead. Basically, um, you know, we know that Meg and Tory Lanez were, I suppose, either dating, dealing with each other, whatever. They were in a car with two other people. And at some point during this car, in this car ride, an argument broke out. Megan says she got out, and then alleges to to, to make sure we um, accommodate TJ is that that's crazy. Is that she? He then he had a, he had a gun in his possession. It was a gun in the car, and as she exited the vehicle to I guess walk away because she was like I guess on some like this is some bullshit. He shot her. He shot her in her foot. 
and she got bullet like a bullet or bullet fragments in both of her feet and then of course the LAPD was called I think they were in LA the helicopters over here and you could see you see the video of her like backing away slowly you know with 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 her blood her bloody foot making like footprints in the in the on the ground and now you know it was very much like mum's the word for m- several multiple weeks after this but then the rumor mill is spilling about whether she was really shot who what was she shot about was it over kylie jenner because she was hanging out this that and the other and megan the stallion in the last week went on her instagram live and felt as though it was important that she basically name tori lanes as her shooter because she was she said that there were people on his team that were out there filling the void the the, the media void with false narratives about his um about what really happened and so you know why I wanted to talk about this is because I feel like the thing that really stuck out to me was that Megan said that she didn't say anything when it initially happened because this was at the the height of you know this is still at the height of a pandemic but more importantly it's the height of a social justice movement where she didn't want to end up dead she didn't want the people in the car to end up dead and she knew that there was a car a gun in the car and she knew that even though she was the victim of, of an attack of an assault that she was thinking about her life but also she was thinking about the lives of her assaulter alleged assaulter um and and for me like and the fact that people were lying on her and then now niggas want to call her a snitch and this and this is what I'm. That's, that's when I. So when I'm. We can t- talk about that though. When I'm. When I say, because I've said it on social media before, and I'm saying it again now. It's like when I talk about how black women will cape for, and by cape for, I mean defend, protect, speak out for, speak out against um, the wrongs that others are doing. The wrongs that others are doing, or speak out in protection of others, the people who are victims, who are marginalized. But that same energy is just so rarely is reciprocated as a whole. Is this is like a a clear to me a clear example of how if and I I believe her, so I'm gonna say like that even though he shot her, she was still had the foresight to protect not only herself but to protect him from the police because it's 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 indicative of an entire systemic issue of like you can't even go to the police to be like yo this nigga shot me because they might kill all of us like yeah he, he needs to be in trouble for shooting me but he doesn't need to be dead and so she's protect, protecting excuse me her assaulter and then also but then it's turned around and like being accused of lying or being accused of, of snitching or whatever else and then you know it's also very very deafening the level of silence that has been around people you know speaking out in support of megan the same motherfuckers that had everybody had a think piece on wap and you know and what it was about or whatever and people having you know having something to say on social media celebrity and regular joe schmo like it was way less energy for may when she got shot and we haven't heard shit from Tory Lanez, but that nigga's name is Daystar, and he got to go. <laughs> His name is Daystar. And he's so that's why he got to go, because his name is Daystar? On top of everything else. You got niggas out here who got mad charges. Like, what's his name? Larry Johnson. Like, he's got 
he's a football player, whatever, and he's like making these accusations, and people are like they're victim blaming, and they're saying like, well, I don't agree with that at all, though. So I, I mean, we could definitely kind of go over yeah, there. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not rambling. I don't think that she's a snitch. And, you know, I think those people who believe that she's snitching, whatever, are idiots. Like, snitching means that I'm doing dirt, you're doing dirt, We're doing and dirt I'm together. telling you, I'm telling on you so I can get off. Exactly. What 6 9 did was snitching 150%. Mm-hmm. He told so that way he would not have to go to jail. Exactly. That's snitching. A pedestrian, a, a bystander... If they get, if they see a calm, I mean a calm, if they see a crime, Mm -hmm. they should not have to be like, if they see a crime or or a crime happens to them and they tell what happened, that doesn't make them a snitch. Like, and I think that's the biggest thing. We have to separate what this is. And, 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 and honestly, like this whole snitching shit is like people snitch every day. So Let's not make it seem like real niggas don't snitch. Like, it's real niggas who snitch every day. I agree. But my, my point but I was trying to make But at the end of the day, was, she's a woman who got shot by a man. And, you know, at the end of the day, but she, a man should have shot her. And she still protected him. And then you got the same people. They're not, they not defending her. And it's like, there's no... And I think the thing that sometimes men forget, fail to realize is that... as partic- And I'm, not, I'm saying men in general, but, we, you know, we're talking about when it comes to black women... Black men sometimes, and I'm saying this collectively because I know it doesn't apply to everyone, obviously, but as a collective, they, we are pounding the pavement. We are chanting and fighting and getting arrested and tear gassed and defending ourselves. And like we are going so hard for y'all, and it is not reciprocated. Where is the energy from black men I saying, yo, that, get though. this nigga out of here, fuck him, all of that because because there are men out there who who do cake for women. I said I didn't say I said collective. I said I not all men because if you I, say I know, there, there's that. black there's black women who also don't fit this narrative too. No, but I, I get as that. A, but I'm a, just saying as a collective. I know, but a lot as of a, times it's it's like oh the black man doesn't protect the black woman, and it's just like not to the same way the black woman in your life the does the black man protect you? In, in your life, that's all I'm asking. In your life, the black men that you know, do they protect you? Yeah, but my Do thing, I protect you? You do protect me, but do you protect me because I'm a black woman or do you protect me because I'm the, a black woman that you're married to, a black woman that is the mother of your child, a black... Like, that's the thing... So you're I, saying there's levels. There's... Because... Because that, that explains why when men are... When men don't have sympathy for... And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spread this to all men. I'm not going to just say to black men, but... Yeah, you protect me, right? But I was raised that, by a black woman. But yeah, but the point I'm trying to make is, is that if if it were if it were so that you would protect all black women, or it would, not, and I'm not talking about you. If a person was, just, if it was easiest to, if it's, if it was easy enough to say that, well, I protect my wife, I protect my daughter, I protect my sister, my mother. If it was easy enough to say that and say it translates to all black women, then if the need to say, well, what if she was your sister or your wife or your mother or your daughter, wouldn't necess- wouldn't mean necessary because a lot of times men will think about the women that they are in, they have relationships with and they're like well I protect them so yeah I protect black women no you protect those black women because okay, you have fair. a connection but what about so, a black woman in the street what about so you're a black, saying woman black women protect every black man even even if they don't know that black man they're gonna protect them I'm saying just cause I'm, I'm saying collectively like if you had to look at it from a macro level yes okay. 
I'm saying at a macro level, yes. I don't, I don't it's, know. it's not all black am, women, it's I'm, not all black men, but as a collective, as a, on a macro level, yes. Because and I may not the same protect, way honestly, how, now I'm thinking about it, I may not protect all, I may not protect all of everybody. And it's not like a black or white thing. I, I mean, I was raised that you mind your business. like. But but the thing about it is that it's it's not always, it is a, there is a component of like, we were all raised about some, about minding our business, but it's also sometimes it's like, you would always say like, calling a spade a spade and calling for what it was, right? So you're talking about, we're, when we're talking about Meg's, Nassayan and Tory Lane situation, there were more people commenting on, to, to an extent, like, there that's was, also celebrities. It is, but the so no, no, no. The truth is still there. Like, no, I'm not, no, babe, I'm, I'm not. People take, got so much energy for everything else, but then you see a twenty-five-year-old woman, young woman, who has been, she has lost her mother, she I has get, lost I, her I father, get, she's gotten shot. She's a but she's a celebrity. So honestly, and it's gonna sound crazy, but celebrities like you're in the limelight, so people are gonna have opinions. So. It goes back to what I always say: social media is the devil. So you she should. She deserves to be defended. She does, and and there are people out there. There who's are people, but her. there's way less black men defending her than if it was another situation or another. And, and like there's there's just there's. I think that's the kind energy, of hard to the, say. The energy just because, levels aren't there. The because energy levels aren't there. When when was it there? When something happened to a white counterpart or a Spanish person? Like you know what I mean? Like for you to make it seem like. We don't cape for black women, but but we'll cape for others. Or that's I, what that's I, the vibe that I'm getting. So I'm not saying that I'm not I, saying I that, that you did. Okay. I'm saying that I mean the vibe that I'm getting is that we would we would protect the Kylies of the world, the J Lo's, but we're not going to protect the maids. Oh, there's definitely truth to that too. Okay, it may not be your truth, but there are men out there who share the same. X, Y chromosome as you and the same ethnicity as you who absolutely, whether or not they realize it, whether it's conscious or unconscious, would absolutely go hard in the paint if it was Kylie Jenner who had gotten shot over Megan Thee Stallion who are going to, yeah, well, if they're not my my blood or they're not somebody I'm fucking or they're not my, you know, or whatever, then I don't have nothing to say or whatever. And the thing about it is like if, and I say that because black women are the ones we're on the front lines of all the movements and that's why like and and i'll say this is that yes you do protect me right but we have stood and sat around the kitchen counters in our house in my in shayla herb's house and everyone's and had these same arguments to the, at the the heart of the argument is the same and i've had the argument with you with my brother-in-law with my father-in-law about how black women are not protect like we go hard for women we go hard for black people, regardless of where you come from, your station in life, who you love, what you have in between your legs, or anything else, anything else in between. We go harder in the paint for all the other demographics, but when we are the ones that need defense and support and protection, the energy is very rarely matched, is all I'm trying to say. And Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lane situation is another example of that, because the fact that people are fixing their fucking mouths to, to call her a snitch or to say well we need to hear his side of the story or this that and the other and it's well, just like i mean whenever there's the allegations you do got to hear both sides yeah but you know what though it's about being it's a, but it's also it's a thing about like but what what what, he, what, what does she have to lie he really for? Shot what does she have her to lie for for no reason that he needs to he, he 
What is the reason? If we're I'm arguing, say, why am I shooting you? I'm not saying. I'm not saying that he's. I'm not saying that what she's saying isn't wrong. But perception is reality, and your perception may be different than my perception. That that's literally what it can be. Two, so what, what could he? As say? you always say, say, two things can be true. What could he say? That would. I don't think that he would, say that, it, would, that would change anyone's narrative or anyone's mind at this point. She's being the shit out of me. And that's all I got, and that and, and that and that wouldn't even be enough. I'm sorry, I'm too loud. Well, I'm, I'm just going. I'm thinking about the, the even the that couldn't be. At the end of the day, no man should ever put his hand on women, no matter what. Even though I was raised <laughs> that a woman hits you, you get her back. But we don't even know when I was younger. Yeah, but but she's, even, she said, even now she said would, she didn't hit him. So what if he comes out and say that she was whooping my ass? What if it came out and she was beating the shit out of him and he was afraid of he was a he was afraid that you know what I mean? Then Cause he's five three and she's six two. So but she's not six two, but she's okay. taller than him. She is taller than him. But the point is though is that it's a thing of if he comes out with a with a, a contradictory story that's not you're not gonna believe him anyway. Your mind is made up let because that's not what I'm. Let because the black woman said it, so no. it, it has to be true. But I have no reason not to believe the person who is the victim in this. She is the only person that got out of that, out of that car with bullet holes in her. So I am going to make the decision to believe her because there is nothing about her account that le- leads me to believe she has any reason to lie. There's not like oh. I'm some groupie bitch and I don't want to say groupie bitch, apologies. I'm some, you know, hanger on or whatever. And I just need uh, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to come up from this or whatever. She's got her own. No, so, I'm, I'm not taking away so, from her. But, my, but, 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 the, but the point is though. People like, lie because perception is reality and sometimes me Do you think she's lying? I don't know. I don't I don't have a dog in this fight. Honestly, I truly don't even care because again, it has nothing to do with me. But it's unfortunate. It's, I'm glad that she's alive, and I hope, I hope that she gets the justice in in, in, in the. So if she feels that you feel that she deserves justice, then that means that you believe that she was harmed, that she was that she was a victim in this. Well, obviously she was. She was shot. Nobody else was shot. If, if the story would have came out that she was shot and Tori was shot, then there's two victims. She's the only victim. And I would, and I would, I would have. She's the only and victim. I would, and I would say but, we need more clarity on that. But she's the only person that got her that shit. I'm the type of person that I need bullet holes in her. I am the type of person who's I need the, I need the, I need the story because we get these stories, right? Jesse Smollett said he was beat up and he was he had a, a, a noose around, hung around his neck and it was white people and it came out that that wasn't the case. Yeah, but but no, no, listen. Uh-huh. Because when that happened, everybody was caping for, for Jesse. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, oh, we're here for Jesse, all this other stuff. And then it came out, and then it kept on changing and changing and changing. Mm-hmm. So, again, people lie. People do lie. What, but, what did Jesse have to lie about, right? And everybody had their, their other stuff. So, so for me, the person that I am, I do need to see everything. I'm not saying... If Tory Lanez came out and said she was beating my ass, and I, felt, I was afraid of my life, and I had to shoot her, I would still feel like you were wrong. You shouldn't have shot her. Okay, and what I'm gonna say, and what I'm gonna say is this: is that until otherwise, until you, until I'm given additional information to otherwise contradict what seems sounds like a logical sequence of events, 
I'm going to I'm going to defer to the person who is the who very much appears to be the victim in this. So in Jesse's case, I did defer to him and say, okay, he's saying this happened. There's no history, a public history of him doing it and stuff like that. I have no reason not to believe him. And when he came out, and that's fucked up. But also too though, part of what made it believable is because niggas is out here beating on people who are part of the LGBTQ community and fucking them up because of the of because of who they are. There's a, there were those trans women in LA who were just on the news because they were attacked and everybody was standing around laughing and watching that shit was quantitative they would put it on instagram live and stuff like that and and it's and, and that was a terrible and thing. it was but my thing but had there not been video evidence of it it would have been like well we don't know even though there is there we are know women, that, black trans women we are know murdered that, we know that gay rate. people and trans people are not protected and black women are also not protected i'm not taking it away from that danny i'm just saying that anybody it, I'm not gonna say it's more believable, but if you hear that something happened to a trans or gay person, at least in my mind, that happened. But a hundred, a hundred fifty percent. I'm not saying that what happened to Meg did not happen, but what I'm trying to say is that we do not know the story. So before, but before we ride that horse of fuck Tory Lanes or other stuff, because again, what if it comes out that she shot herself? I'm not saying this is the case, but what happens? Because everyone who's caping and saying, oh, we got we to be here for Meg, fuck Tory Lanez, and, and, and all the other stuff. You got you, you to live with that. I'm, so, and I'm okay with that. I'm not. I'm okay with living with that. Because, I'm not. Because I am not going to live with There's so something. many examples. There's so many stories that have gone untold of black women I'm being not, on the... I'm um, not taking it away from and then that. She's, and then protecting the person that assaulted I'm, you on top of that. And that's what I'm talking about. That, sounds, with that intersection. That sounds beautiful. But, that sounds but amazing. Let me ask you, so let me that ask sounds you this like question. a great story. Let me ask you this question. But again, I am not. I am not an individual. Or right, when I finish, then Go you ahead. can ask the question. Go ahead. The type of person that TJ is, I am not going to jump on any story until I know all the details. When the Jussie shit came out, I didn't say anything. I wasn't mm-hmm. because I'm a believer that I need to know the full story before I can make a what's the name. Even with the Kanye situation, you were. Ready to get rid of Kanye from from day one. Still am, uh, and, and that's cool. I needed more. I needed more information. You could understand why I needed more information, but I need to be able to understand what exactly happened because people jump to conclusions without knowing what's going on. Just 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 to do it. There are people out there who just want to be the first. I want to be. The, I want to be the first to, to comment. I want to be the first to post. I want to be the first to do this. I want to be the first to have the funny meme. I want to be the first to do things. So people do stuff just cause. So again, I'm not gonna jump. I'm not gonna jump to conclusions just because somebody came out with a story. I'm sorry. So let me ask you this question. Ask a black woman, a trans woman, and a gay person all say that they were attacked mm-hmm. or the victim of an assault there's you haven't heard the other side of the story as yet do you believe one or two or all three of them they all say that they were assaulted yes i believe all of them okay because because what see the thing about let me say that let, I, I, let me finish go ahead so the thing about it is that we, a, a gay person, will say that they've been assaulted or attacked. We believe them. 
because because of the history of how LGBTQ people are treated, a trans person, and and we we say that we believe them because there's such a there's a there's a long-standing history of it, right? Black women will say that they've been assaulted, and then and I'm not saying that there's it's it's I'm not saying it's a hierarchy or whatever because it's really it's, but it's like earlier on it seemed like you're in your comments that it was like oh it's easier to believe if a trans person says that they were assaulted than if it was a black woman and what really frustrates me about this entire narrative is that if if i as if i as a black woman are saying yo we go so hard for everybody else we defend black men we defend trans people we cape for everybody we are on the front lines fighting for the rights of everyone else but when when it, it's time for us to be fought for we're not getting that same energy if i'm saying that if if there's all these black women if there's all if there's all these black women saying this on the different feeds and timelines so it has I mean, to be true just, just just because that's what everyone is saying i mean usually if there where there's smoke there's fire if there are black women from all parts but in of your America, experience in your life have black men caped for you did they protect you have, have black men always came, have have you as a black man protected? Me? I'm not asking about me. I'm asking about in your life and your experience. Have I always felt protected by black men? From your father? If from talking, your brother? From your, if you're talking about black men that know me and love me, yes, I feel protected by them. But do I feel do I feel always feel protected? If I was if I, like okay, if I was out in the street and I was being harassed, sexually harassed, and there were other black men stand, other men or black men standing around. I wouldn't say in full confidence that I'm like somebody was going to be like, yo, my nigga, you wildin', chill out. Da, 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 da. There's a chance to. There's a chance that it can happen. But I'll give you I, that. I'm not going to. I'm not putting my money on anybody standing up for me. I'll give you that. But, okay. but I would, in my experience, I would feel more confident that if the same thing was happening and there were some other black women around, they would be like, the fuck is you doing? You feel like the black woman would be more protective than the black man in I your experience? In my experiences, in my observations, I think that there is a, a greater likelihood of it. Now, anything is possible. And so this is not this is not finite. This is not empirical empirical evidence or data or anything like that. But I'm also talking about experiences. But the thing I want to kind of leave, the note I want to leave on is this, is that what I keep seeing in our world and our social media and our news feeds and stuff like that is that you have black women coming out of the woodwork saying this is my experience this is what i feel i don't feel protected i don't feel safe i don't feel like people go as hard for me as i do for them or and talk about collectively or whatever and it's just like know, if so many people are saying that then how is it how can you not how are you i'm not saying that it doesn't happen how, how are people still telling us to prove it, or how are people saying like, "No, y'all are just making that shit up." If there are a hundred black women, because there may be black men, 80, eighty of them, because there may be black men who knows that they're keeping for black women, okay, who know that they're doing it. Maybe so it's a slap in our face maybe for you to say that, and you know that we're here. But can you can you at least can you maybe acknowledge that maybe you're part of the minority? Oh, hundred percent. I'm, okay, I'm not thinking that. But, but okay, I, then I also have to think about. We also have to think about the different factors, right? I've heard so many stories of people getting murdered, people getting beat up for minding other people's business. So I'm going to try to protect this black woman who's having domestic violence issues with her man. I step in, I get murdered, and she's going to go back to this nigga. Okay. Is that worth it? No, it's not. Okay. And if I think I'm, that's a small... 
That's a but it happens okay, a lot. But what does it take? But what does it take for these niggas right now, when it comes to this Megan Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez thing, to get on social media and to to, to publicly denounce? They're trash. I'm not. And they can't. I'm not denying that. that. You can't even. I'm not that. denying I'm not that. You to I'm, de- I'm not denying that. I'm any de- any man who's gonna talk his lips to make it like a black woman is is a snitch or anything like that, she's a fucking victim. They're trash. But that doesn't that doesn't justify all men. Nobody and I no, never said. I, I know, but as a black man, I get tired of hearing that because at the end of the day, talk about what it is in your life. Don't talk about the majority. Talk about what it is in your life. In your life, do black men cake for you? That's that's my question to you. Do the black men I know cake for me? Yes, but do black men in general? No, because does the white man cake for no. you? No. Does the eastern man? No. So so but so then so then but so then, so then let let's change the narrative from black men and say no men protect black women. Okay, but do you understand how in the world that we live in, that as far as our race is concerned, that like we like we go especially hard for black men. So because I, I, you are you are ours, you are you are, you belong to our tribe. I know, but you're making are, it seem like black men don't do the same thing. Okay. I'm not, we can't, we're not using superlatives, babe. So it's not going to be an all or nothing. But what I'm going to say is this, the, I'm going to say majority of black women cape for black men and cape for women in general. I don't know a time that a black woman caped for me who did not know me. I, 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 please. And, and you, if I'm but, wrong, but, let me know. But you have to think outside of okay. But what? And I'm, I'm not gonna. And, and, and personally, I'm not going to go out my way for someone that I don't know. It, so it, it would have to be like okay. It so, would have to be like a, a woman is getting raped. Then yes, I'm gonna jump in. So what I'm saying, but you're you're you're, you're thinking you're thinking. I'm thinking. Of, yeah. Well, I know, mean, it's a personal attack. It's you're taking it personal, but it's because I think you're taking it personal because. You maybe you maybe I don't know if it, it's it's hitting a nerve, but where it's like, well, I protect the black women I know and love, but outside of the scope of the women I know and love, I'm minding my business or whatever. But my thing not, is, is that it's I'm, not always, I'm, it's I'm, not I'm, always like you're, I'm not t- I'm not always talking about things that's going to involve like I'm not even talking about so far as to say as it involving a person's physical well being. Like I have to put myself in harm's way in order to validate or be approved that I'm 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 defending or, or caping for another group of people. But it's all it's also sometimes about being vocal. It's about having those conversations with when you're in your, your circle of your friends. Because the thing about well, it is Well me that, and my friends And I'm not talking about just so. you. I'm not talking I know, about just I, you. I'm talking I, about but, but I know but there, you might be an man, exception, but there's other men out here who are not gonna call their friends out. You're right. But with that, there's a lot of women who's not going to say this isn't this isn't every man or or you know the men that I know will protect me, but the other men won't. But that's but all that that's but when, when we get lumped when women, in, when women are saying that when when, when women not. are saying that we know that we know that it's not a superlative. We know that it's not all black men. We know that that's not the case. But we also know that we've had enough experiences where we haven't felt. Protected. So my thing is this: is that you can't people you can't negate people's experiences. And, I'm, I'm, and, I'm not. and it's just it ultimately comes down to though is that I'm. It's always easy to defend 
your own when it comes to your bloodline, your family, your friends, the people you know and love. It's always it's always easy to do that. But even when it comes to something with the celebrity, yeah, Megan the Stallion and Tory Lanez are celebrities, and there's a whole lot of other layers that come along with that too. But she's still a woman. She's still I'm, a black. I'm not taking that away and from I, you, All I'm Danny. saying I'm is that it's just that like there are people, the there are there are people out there, and they're trash who are not even who can't even fix their fingers to tweet. Or but there's other people out there who's saying Tory's trash. There's other people who's also doing it. So my thing is, let's not focus on those who aren't. Focus on those who are. But. You you do have you can do but you can you can do both because it's the same thing. Okay, so we take the same application and put it to race, right? So are we are we only to focus on the white people who are allies and not the white people who are racist trash, or do we need to call them out too? We do need to call them out because we know not all white people are racist you know, and are bad. But like, why? I like that, right? Because I hear more about black men being negative. I don't even hear about the positive black men. Yes, you do. When? We call them out too. When? But the thing about it is that... When? No, no, no. Tell me when. Because I hear more about us being trash and we don't protect black women and we're not there for black women and all this other stuff about black women. But I don't hear about the positives because no one ever talks about the fucking positives. We know that they exist, but my thing is just because... We know that they exist, but we don't talk about it. Because TJ, you want to... Because... No. 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 Because... Because why? Let me finish, but go ahead. Go ahead. Why don't we talk about the positives? Because no one cares about positives. We, the, the negative sells more. It sounds better to talk about the negative. Because why talk about the positive? That's the issue. No, it's not the issue. Okay, that's my issue. No, because you're feeling attacked because you're at the... So, this, so you sound, what it sounds like, you sound like the same way how when white people go, well, why don't we talk about all the good things we've done for black people? Why don't we talk about all the positives we've done for, with black people? Why are you always highlighting the negative? That's what y'all sound like. That's what happens. It sounds like... Like black men sometimes sound like white people when it comes to black women because the the argument being made like you're not highlighting all the good things that we're doing you're not highlighting all the positives that we're doing no we know that they exist we know that they're there I'm not ever gonna sit here and say that all black men are bad or black women black men don't give a shit about all black women or nothing like that because I hear you talk more about black men not protect I hear more about black women not being protected. I've never heard you say anything about so black. So when when is it ever going to be a point where like okay if black women keep saying this, right? Even though I will be the first to acknowledge it's not all black men. Just like there's no all you can't use superlatives with this. Right, but so why, you why, are the only why, person that I've ever heard why is say it that, that you know. Why is it you that, are one but person? Why is that but that the black men like why is it that the defense it becomes a, a defense mechanism as opposed to. Well, what is it that's happening or what is it that you're experiencing that makes you feel this way? What is it that you need from us in order for you not to feel this way? Why isn't that the question? Why? Because my thing is this. It is really hard to hear something that you feel. Because if I can Why understand it. Why do you it, care it's, it's so much about what other people do? Like if it's not in your circle, if it's not in like. If your circle of black men protect you and care for you. Why do you care what other people that you don't know will or won't do? Because it's not always just about me and my circle and how I feel and who and who I know and if I'm just protected. It's about a collective. It's about making sure that we all feel safe. It's about making sure that we all feel protected. It's about and it, that's, and, something, that's something that's going to take forever 
Okay, and every because, progress takes time. That's because, fine. Because everyone do things differently. But you're not going to call a spade a fucking spade. We can call a spade a spade. I'm not, not saying gonna, that. But, like, niggas is not making this shit up. And my thing is, this is that... No one is saying that they aren't making it up. But, but, but instead but, of getting defensive, ask the questions about, why do you feel this way? Why, 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 why am I going to ask you that question when I know that, that I'm there to protect you? Okay, because... So I have to ask you, my wife... How can I protect you more no, when I'm already protecting you? you or do I need to just go outside and sit to the regular person and be like, hey, ma'am, you're thinking I'm a about black that. man. You're, 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 how can I protect you're you? Thinking because very literally because black men doesn't this. protect you're thinking black very women. So very, how can I protect you? You're thinking very literally and very cut and dry about this. And that is where... <laughs> you're making it very cut and dry. No, I'm not. I just... No, I, I said there is... For me, I look at it as like... A, okay, we can look at it as like a majority-minority thing, right? And... Nobody, there's never going to be a hundred percent of all black men are ain't shit and don't protect black women. There's not going to be a whole hundred percent of black women who cape for everybody else or who who are there for everybody else or who who do all those things too. But there, if there are enough people in the different realms that we exist in, personally, professionally, social media, everything else, and if some of these narratives keep coming up and keep coming up, and there are women, there's narratives that white, there's narratives that black people are are thieves. They kill people. They're bad for for, for, for for society. Doesn't mean it's true. But the narrative's there, right? That's the reason why cops kill us. That's the reason why white people fear us. So so the fact that... No, that what it is is that... It, <laughs> I'm telling... What I'm right. saying to you is that there is a small... People, what it's taken is that... A, a, and, I, and maybe this is how you feel, right? A small faction or a, 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 a yeah a small faction or a small population of the entire gender of, and, and race of black men if you feel like it's being a, a, a broad stroke paint stroke is being brushed is against it all that. and it's, it's it truly is and what i'm saying to you is that i think that it's it's not everybody but it's more than you realize i'm not saying i'm not saying that men aren't trash i'm not saying that black men aren't trash but there are some of us out there who are good and we and and that's never and it's that tiring knowledge. hearing about they don't protect us, but it's like I do protect you. You so protect me. I you pre- just sat here and said I, no. I mind my business when it comes to people. I'm your wife. I'm the mother of your child. Yeah, you're gonna protect me. Yeah, but my thing is this: is that for me to have to pro- step in, and, and, and this is just in general. And it's not always about a physical I'm, altercation. I'm not talking. About that, I'm, I'm not. But that's where you. Go, that's where your examples always go to. Is to somebody getting so. Let me ask you a question. Or like you go to. All right. A guy's harassing a woman. I step in and I get murdered. Are you okay with that? I, I'm asking you a question. Just answer the question. If I die because I was protecting someone I don't know, I don't want a situation, but I jumped in. Are you okay with that? Can you live with that? Can I live with you if you stepped in to try and save somebody? As heartbroken as I would be, I would be. Right. I would be I'm gonna, okay with. I'll be protecting you're, you're every every woman out there. You're, first of all, I'm you're, out being, there you're being very. You're being like super, like one end of the spectrum or the other. Your Pisces is jumping out right now. I guess. But I just think it's. I just think it's. You it's, feel atta- You feel attacked, but I wonder if you feel attacked because you maybe I, you could be doing more. I don't feel like I can be doing more. Mm. I don't feel like I've had enough situations where I needed to step in. Okay, but, my but I also, I also it know may be, that it may not be your truth, but the but the next nigga, it could be very much true that he does not. St- there are there are people out there. Two things could be true, right? Absolutely, exactly. But my thing is this, is, and I never I never denied that. But my thing is this is that what's happened, what keeps happening though, is that 
The two things can be true. There could be men who are black men who are upstanding, who will, who honor black women, who love black women, even the ones that they aren't related to or fucking. And there are also black men who completely do not show love or cape or do anything for black women the way that it's reciprocated to them. And the point I'm trying to make is that, yes, those two things can be true. But what I need for you, the, the good black men, quote unquote, to do, the use of the world, right, the, to, to try and do, is to stop feeling like you're, it's a personal attack against you. No, it's just an attack against other men who occupy the same gender and spaces and, and, um, and, and, and races you. And it's about... And it's about having that dialogue and that conversation where instead of you feeling attacked, you ask the questions to understand why is it that so many black women keep saying this shit and saying it? Because my thing is this, is that where there is smoke, there has got to be fire. There have been times and instances where black women have gone out and not felt protected. And and, and, what's, and the frustrating part, and the reason why black men are the ones that often get highlighted is because you know what? We expect that shit from every fucking body else in the world. We expect that from, from white women to fucking have feminism, but be feminist, but draw the line when it comes to race and even though we're also feminists and then and to exclude us from those conversations we're not expecting that shit from white women we're not expecting support from white men or from other men of color necessarily because they don't fuck with black people period I so know. you would think that in the I very know. least but when, y'all say when they that, don't fuck with black people as in general so then, black people should fuck with black people so then, so then let's change the narrative what does the narrative need to change the narrative you? needs to be changed to that black men don't protect black women that, that they don't know say that because there are black men out there who's protecting the black women that they know or the women that they know. We have to be... But it's but the thing about it is that with black... And the reason why it gets frustrating is that black women raped. don't protect people that they don't know more often than not. Okay. Because and I'm, when, I, when, I, when I say protect, I'm not talking about just out of physical harm. I'm talking about also speaking out for. When you're talking about the Black Lives Matter movement, right? Which was started by three black women. Those three black women didn't know Mike Brown or didn't know Trayvon Martin and didn't know personally, didn't know uh, you know, like we like we don't necessarily know George Floyd or Mar Arbery or anything else. Even think about think about it like this, right? In the in the last six months, the three big names: George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor. All fucked up. All 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 at the root of it is racism and police brutality, right? Or or and or police brutality. But who's the only one who still hasn't gotten their the officers involved or the people that were involved in their murder? Arrested, Breonna Taylor. Why do you think that that is? So you're saying that the only reason why is because she's a black woman. I think that that's a. I damn sure think it's a contributing factor. It may not be the only reason, but it's it's for fuck sure a contributing factor. Why do you think you have to? We, why do you think we have the hashtag say her name? Because women, black women, are sometimes erased from the narrative of the movement that we started. I'm not. Listen, I I, I can't dive deep into there to to say yes or no or what that you may not be able to but my thing is this though is that you may not be able to have the bandwidth or you may not have the understanding or the information to all the way deep down to to really get a a deep dive into what it is but what i'm saying to you and what i'm saying to other black men that listen that might feel the same way as you is like but even with that it's also i've seen a whole bunch of black men say say her name is there a whole bunch of black NBA players who have say her name? Yes, they do. There's all one, but, but the fact that we don't talk about that. No, we do talk about that, TJ. But my thing is this: is that, but 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 the point is that the fact that it had to become a hashtag goes to show the erasure of black women from the conversation. When you have to make something a hashtag, it's to bring attention to it. When you have to make justice for Breonna Taylor hashtag, you want to bring attention to it, right? Because it's not getting the same level of attention. 
And when you feel the way that you feel, as strongly as you feel, as much as it is a knee-jerk reaction to be defensive and to feel like you're being, I, being attacked, also, I think it's more coincidence the, than it is because it's a black woman. That's... <sighs> You can't, you can't tell me how to, how, how I feel. So you, because Sean Bell, Sean Bell was murdered by cops. What happened to the cops? Nothing. Okay. He was a black man in New York. So I also think that it has to do with jurisdiction and, and, and how they do stuff. I said it was a factor, but you don't think that sex doesn't play a factor in some of this? Some, some stuff. How many, how many, it does. how many black men? There was a black victims? woman who got murdered in, in, in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Right. There was justice there. Where? Which one? Oh, Corinne Gaines? Yeah. There, there was something happened. Down the line. It wasn't immediate. Okay. So it's either it had to happen immediately. TJ. So so every every single one every what the point the, the So point. so if Rihanna Taylor killers get arrested, get tried, goes to prison, that's not gonna be enough because it took too long, right? No, it, it doesn't matter what I'm saying. that it happens because you want it to happen right now. No, what I'm what I'm trying to explain to you is this: is that if you, I think that it would be, we would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge the fact that the fact that if Breonna Taylor even ever gets justice, that it took, it takes exponentially longer for her than it did the people who also were in the headlines at the same time as her murder, and um, and all of these people deserve different justice. situations. All these people Show me a same situation of Breonna Taylor to a black man. The same. It has to be the same thing. It has to be. So everything has to be line like line by line. Like you, you know, there's like nuance to these situations. I do know there's nuances. You don't think her you woman, that You don't think her how states has, work. You don't think her woman has nothing to do with it. You don't feel like I, I don't. I think that I think that they think that it was a no search warrant. They didn't have to, it was a no knock warrant, and that's what they're going off of. They were justified because it was a fucking warrant. Are they right? No, they're not. But I, I do think that it has to, I think I have to deal with ask, the situation let me, let me and not this. because of us in Do it. you think that when we, do you feel like, take yourself out of it? I am. Take, take your emotions out of it. What? Do you think that you see all these black women up and down your timeline? And in public and everything else like that, saying like, yo, black women don't get the same energy that we give out to other people when it comes to fighting for rights, when it comes to defense and stuff like that. Do you think that we're making this shit up? I, I, I never said that. I, I'm not asking. I'm not saying you said it. I'm no. asking you, do you believe? I so, don't. I don't think that you're making it up. But again, for, for it to be a fair comparison, we need apples to apples. You can't tell me that a no search warrant, you have to show me the no search warrant. I mean, you show me the warrant where they break into somebody's house and they murder a black man and that person got uh, that person got arrested that day. So that's the only way I can make justify this. I'm not saying I'm not saying that's the only way. What I'm trying to say is that in the world that we live in, there's different different states have different Wussing. They have different rules and all the other stuff. In New York, if you have a gun, you're guaranteed to go to jail right then and there, no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. In Maryland, it may be different. In North Carolina, it's probably even it's probably even looser. But for you to say like, oh, the only reason why Breonna Taylor is not the the, the people who murdered her. Are not arrested is because she's a woman. I didn't say that. That's that's I, what you're insinuating. No, I said that you, if you think that that's not a factor, 
and why yep. she is yet to get justice. So that's the only reason. So, so you that's know, a factor. Fact, you know, a factor means there's that's, more. That's the factor. There's more than one factor. Okay. Her being black is a factor. Okay. But her being a woman okay. also is a factor. So when we tell white people, so why did Amber keep, Geiger? When we, when we keep screaming to the mountaintops that, that why did Amber Geiger go to jail? Is it because you killed a black man? So so if you kill a black man, then you're, you're guaranteed to get your day in court. But if you kill a black woman, you're not. That's what you're saying. No, what I'm saying is that there is. I, what I'm saying though is that I wouldn't be surprised if there's a greater likelihood if that a black man gets. A, gets a, a different type of look or gets a, a more um, publicity for something like that than a black woman does okay. which is re, which brings me back to the point why we even had to make say her name a hashtag because they were not because when Sandra Bland was killed that there was not the same type of attention that it was that it was given to some of her other counterparts that were victims to that that are, the, that are victims that are the reason why we even have the black lives matter movement and all of these people deserve justice I don't give a fuck who they are they deserve justice but there is an underlying factor where if you are a woman you're not f- rising up to the top of the cream of the crop as far as the the names and that are that are being shouted from the rooftops and when i when you think about when we talk when we talk to white people and we're like scream when we're like basically like begging white people and everyone else that isn't black to understand that like hey this is our experience. We're telling you, we're not making this shit up. And people are like, "No, you just you you are just you're dragging it because every black person I know is fine. I don't treat my black friends like this, and I don't. I, I have a black husband, or I have a black wife, and I cape for them, and this and the other. Well, that's, what, that's says, what y'all sound like sometimes. Says that they have a black husband, or or, or they know a black person, then you, you that that typically is like their their scapegoat. Okay, but, but then you're I'm, saying I have a black wife and I protect her, so that sounds like your scapegoat. I'm but. Because other black women are saying because they're protected. What you're saying is so that you're saying, but you're saying, well, I protect my wife, so therefore black men protect black women. No, we are, we are, we are a, our own individual circumstances, and I'm an we equal can, and, to, I'm and two a, things can be true. Two things can be true. I'm equal. I'm, but those women can also say that they if don't. I see protect a, if I see a group of black people and we get fucked with, and I don't know them, I'm not jumping in. But because I take it home. But why are you always going deferring back to some type of? incident of physical violence it's not always a physical encounter if i seen we're a, talking about def- we're talking about when we're talking about protection we're not if always i seen a woman <sighs> all right go ahead danielle because obviously i i, I have no say so. no you have a say no, but let me finish go ahead go ahead you keep bringing you keep bringing it back to the examples about these like inherent harms of physical danger or violence and those are par- are a factor, but those are not the only things that we're talking about when we're so talking, what about, talking about we're talking about enlighten me we're talking about when we're saying like this is my experience with let's say catcalling or this is my experience with somebody you know um expressing like talking down about me or not or like or me being passed over for a, a, a raise or something like that like there's there's so many instances where women black women especially can feel like they were looked over or violated or harassed or unsafe and that doesn't always mean and, it, and my thing is this is that it's not always going to happen in the moment where there's a where there's an, a, an opportunity for you to physically step in and say hey that's wrong you're wrong Da-da-da-da. but that's what y'all want no that's that's but what i'm saying that's what you're is asking that, for what i'm saying honestly i would i was i at this point i would take to start with as a start is vocal like speaking out against it publicly, whereas whereas but people are doing that. Pe- people are. But you want everyone to do it. You want every black man in America to speak out. 
Regardless. There needs if to be- he believes it, don't believe it. Because because there needs to be more. There needs to be how many more? There's. Do we need to take out like a poster? Like, I'm just trying to understand because I, I I'm really confused. I, I'm really confused how I want. I want I'm really confused how somebody what? can have somebody protect them in their life, but that's not enough. Like, I've never been one to be like. I hope that black women protect me regardless. I hope that all women, when they see TJ, they they're 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 like, how can I protect him? No. If TJ's in a situation, how can they protect me? God forbid if you were the victim of a violent crime or in no. the hands of the police. Let's not talk about violent crimes. You said I can't talk about violent okay. crimes. So, so give okay. me give me if, some if, give me some weird situation so, okay. so so that way it helps your narrative. If so if you if you are racially profiled. Okay. Right? And or if some a black man because I've been racially profiled before. You have been, yes. But I, in my mind, I'm not saying I've been racially profiled by a black cop, black woman cop. Uh huh. And in my mind, I'm not saying, well, she's a black woman, so she's gonna protect me. No, because because it's there's no. I've never in my life. I've said. I've roughly. never in my life looked at <sighs> other women to protect me. I've never looked at any like. I, and and maybe, maybe I'm the fucked up person. In my mind, no. I'm, you're speaking. No, you're, I'm, you're, I'm speaking. you're speaking. You're speaking a lot. Can of I finish? What, you absolutely can. Go Thank ahead. You. I've never in my mind thought. I hope that this black woman over there, that white woman over there, that black man over there, that Hispanic man over there. I've never thought in my life that something happened to me that these other people are going to step in and protect me. Because in my mind, they don't know me, so they're not going to protect me. But you expect. Everybody to just be like humans. Like you expect humans just to protect people, even if they don't know them. Correct. I expect for people to speak out against injustices, whatever they might look like, and I expect people to believe other people. If there's if there's a consistent trend of people of a group of people saying this is our experience, maybe they've happened at diff- varying degrees. Maybe they've happened you know, once in a lifetime or constantly in a lifetime that, but if I'm, if I'm saying that this is our collective experience, right? And collective means that it's not everybody. Collective means that it's not going to happen all the time or at the same frequency. It's going to be a cookie cutter approach. But the expectation is that if somebody is, has an injustice enacted upon them, that others who know what justice and injustice looks like that people will speak out against it and what black women often do more often than not as a as a collective not everybody because you can't put any you can't say 100 percent of any population they are going to speak out against it they're going to call it for what it is and say this is wrong but black women when we talk about our experiences when we say this is what happened. And the reason why black men get, to me, get highlighted the most in this is because we aren't expecting this from anyone else. Because we know we're gonna, not going to get this. Because we know that as black people in general, we are looked at as the bottom of the barrel, as the dregs of society by other, by other, by other groups, as a population. Ooh. How? We're not profiled. We're not, we don't have so many injustices enacted upon us as black people as a whole. So, listen, listen to me. Follow me for a second. I'm trying to. I, okay. I, I don't understand. Because I feel like black men are, are, are targeted. You are. And then. Like, maybe sexually, y'all may be targeted. I'll give you that. But 
But if a black man is getting pulled over by a cop versus a black woman, I feel like it's it's more likely that that black man is going to get more than that black woman. That, that, that that's just my personal opinion. And my and my counterpoint to you is this: is that as a black woman, if I were to get pulled over, I'm thinking about whether or not I'm going to get killed, or am I going to get raped, or both. Or assault, like sexually assaulted. Am I going to be physically assaulted, sexually assaulted, or both? So the point I'm trying to make is this, is that we live in a world where black people are often viewed as inherent threats, as the the, the, the laziest of the society, the dregs of the society, all, this, all of the above, right? And you, you, people do think, have thoughts about black men and make assumptions and assertions about y'all that are f- totally untrue and that are just b- broad sweeping statements and that's not fair and that's and people have lost their lives thousands and thousands of people over the course of our history have lost their lives because of these assumptions about black men but when it comes to speaking out against those injustices against black men black women are often at the front line of that the, the, that fight and of the, that speaking out but when it's when it when the shoe is on the other foot and black women are the victims and black women are the ones being profiled or black women are the ones being assaulted or killed or anything else like that there is but is that is is that your narrative that is my narrative and many other black women's narrative so there's been times in your life that black men did not protect you there has there been a time in my life where i felt like i was not protected and black men were around yes okay not you no, I, but it doesn't matter about me. But right? in in my take me out of it. In my experiences, yes, and in and even if, and even if it wasn't, and even if, my experiences were super few and far between. But that doesn't mean that my friends, acquaintances, people I follow, other people, like everybody, can't be making this shit up. I'm not saying the same way how the same way how the same way how we try to tell white people or people that aren't black about our experiences as black people about why we don't trust the police or why we don't we get passed over for jobs and why stuff like that and people be like you say we are you talking about black people or just black women I'm talking about black people okay when we when we decry the racism and injustices that we experience as black people as a whole Uh and there are people out there who aren't black who try to say no that's not that can't be the case or no that's not my experience with the black people I know it's the same kind of mentality but but now it's just with it's in-house and that's where the issue becomes and that's why when we're talking about the same people you have more people speaking out and, and more more and we're gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap this sucker up and around Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez right and we're, even if we're looking at the celebrity sphere so well, I, know those, I know but but I hate that also because social media is stupid so if you're listening to social media and that's what you're going by you're a fucking idiot Anybody who's who's looking at social media and they're like, oh my God, this is what they're doing, and those people are idiots. The people who are talking against her are idiots. And and and, and honestly, we really as people have to understand that there's real life and there's social media. And social media is not fucking real life. But there's so many people who utilize social media as real life. They get their news from social media, they get their fashion sense from social media, they get their their they get the way that they talk from social media, they get their Everything social media, social media is not fucking real. Okay, but and I, I understand that. But my thing is, if women, so like, if your people are sharing their, if black women are sharing their experiences on social media in order to give it visi- to give it visibility, is that also to not be believed? I'm not saying that, Danielle. I'm not okay. saying that at all. So, but 
What I am saying is that... We should just ignore those people who are saying... I'm not... I'm not my thing is that you, you will go... People will go crazy trying to justify the people who's trying to make jokes on social media, the people who's trying to make fun of it, and everything else. You're going to go crazy. And my thing is that we got to start living in what our reality is. So in your reality, are you, are you protected? If you don't feel protected, then that's fair. But don't talk about other people's experiences... If it doesn't merit your experience, and I feel like that's what I feel like that's what a lot of people do. So if there's a hundred black women, and seventy of them say, "I've had some experience that runs can run on the spectrum where I did not feel protected, or or I didn't feel like people were." I felt like the energy I gave as a black woman defending black. So black women, women are just trash. No, that's not. Let's what just any, let's just throw our towel in there. You All are, black men are trash. You're being, black men, you got to do better. You're being... Def- Some do, yes. And no, no all, all of us do. But Because even, even the ones who are doing it, it's not enough. Because the ones who don't do it overshadow us, and no one cares about that. So even though you may have never had... You may have had small, bad experiences compared to others, but you're on the same wave as everybody else. And, and, and to me, it's just... It's crazy that, like... Like, if somebody really experience black men not protecting them that's different so they're supposed to be like you're supposed to be like john and jacob and sean and amari like you used to be like dumb niggas is fucked up but the rest of you, you want you want people to point them point them out like name by name but what if you've had like these so nameless, what's the solution na- actually no no that's what i have what what is the solution so the because so- everyone is saying it what is the solution so what does every black man in america have to do do we gotta get a badge you guys start wearing t-shirts. You're very defensive. I am defensive because to me it's you like feel attacked. Not, I, I do feel attacked. Uh, and that's because I know that. But this I, is know that I know that. Wouldn't, I know that's that. That's why we can't have the conversation. No, no, we can't have the conversation. But we also gotta have the conversation and be open about it. Because I know that when me and my friends talk, if my friends were cat calling somebody, I would tell my friends. But I'm talking about for TJ. But I can't say for. I can't do it for everybody. And my thing is, I don't feel. Like, I do feel like there are women out there who has had negative experiences, and I'm sorry for them. But I also feel like there's women out there who have had positive experiences, and and, and 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 instead of them highlighting that or talking about that, they want to jump on a bandwagon of saying that they had bad experiences. Okay. What you can make your faces, Danielle, and, and like you always say, two things can be true. So even if there are women who have had nothing but positive experiences that doesn't negate the fact that the women who've had the negative experiences also deserve to have their voices and stories heard and also too i think like and and for it to be also like brought to the forefront in order for it to change so as far as your question about what can be done the first thing is is that as difficult as it might be we're not expecting everybody to we're not expecting everybody to save everybody but the thing about it is that it's about having the conversation and being able to receive what is being said and also to be able to say like okay ask the questions like okay what is it that you need from us what is it that you what is it that we you need to see more of and so maybe it is more like public decrying of certain behaviors or of certain actions maybe it is in the case with Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez when you come into the celebrity sphere where there needs there should have been way more black men and especially black male celebrities that have been out here saying that this is fucked up and and I believe Megan or I support Megan or anything else and you've had some there were, and, and, and there were some. a lot of men out there who said that and there's other knuckleheads who's, who's saying who's saying different but again we focus on the 
negative because we don't focus on the positive. Do you Nobody think, cares do, about do the you positive. Think do you think that there's the more positive? The positive doesn't fucking sell. But do the you, negative sells. Do you think that there's more positive? Do you think that if, it, if you had to put a percentage to it, it would be more positive than negative? I don't know, to be honest with you. Okay. There may Honestly, there may be more more negative. If I'm, if I'm being realistic, possibly. But again, we don't know. I would love to see the numbers of how many people... Like, if we could do a survey to ask women, do you feel like black, black men protect you in your life? I'm about to put one right on. Well, I mean, I'm, I could put it on our IG and then see what the... the I mean, we could. I'm just... Listen, I'm not saying there's trash men, there's trash women, there's trash people in the world. But... Let's talk about what's happening in your world. Let's not talk about what you've seen, what you've read. Let's talk about what's happening in your in your the world. Wasn't the, but if that's the case, then why are we? But then if that's the case, we wouldn't be saying Black Lives Matter because we don't know. Like I said, we don't know Amar Arbery. We don't know George Floyd. We don't know Mike Brown. We don't know Trayvon Martin. We don't know. But we've had Orlando those Castile, experiences. But, we, but my but experience doesn't change. But to to your to your have you ever been pulled over in front of your house? By police because you fit the fucking description. You have it. I have in front of my house. Yeah, and I've in been, front of my apartment. And I've also been followed in a store for being black. I've also okay. You're right. I've also been called a fucking bitch and had a bottle thrown at my feet when I was 13 years old because yeah. I didn't answer somebody's cat calls. Okay, that's yeah. And it was nothing but fucking people around. What does that have to do with Black Lives Matter? What that I, has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. It has, to, it, has about, to do, it has to do with not feeling protected. Okay. It has to do with not feeling safe. And I was walking down my block in my hood. Okay. Hollis Avenue. Okay. And so what I'm trying to say... And there was no OGs out there that no. you knew? There, there was no one you knew? Did you no, tell Shayla? No, because, did you say Shayla? That boy's over there did that. She was already in Baltimore. So what, 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 what could I have done? Okay. All right. Well, then I, 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 I don't know what to but tell But there were people out there. There were men. There were, and there were, you know, there were, there were people out there in general. And, but, you know, but. Was, were there any men out there that you knew physically? No. So. They minded their business. Okay. Because it had nothing to do with them. I would have thought about. A 13 year old girl got off the bus to go home from school. And because I didn't even know he was talking to me. He's like, hey, yo, hey, yo, miss, what, miss, can I talk to you? I'm walking. I don't, I'm, he can't possibly be talking to me. I'm on Hollis Avenue, Francis Lewis Boulevard. It's mad fucking people out. But then when I answer him, I'm a fucking bitch, and he throws a bottle, and it breaks near my feet. And I'm sorry that you had to go through that, Danny. And a lot of you, and a lot, whoever might have not been paying attention before, definitely saw that happen. And so my thing is this: is that your, but I'm not negating your experience. The thing about that, I'm not negating your experience. My thing is, my thing is this: is that your experience was your experience, and just because I just, and just because I didn't experience exactly what you went through, doesn't mean that it wasn't wrong, and that it's not to be believed, and it's not to be spoken out against. Period. That's what I'm trying to get at. Listen, two things can be true, and we can agree to disagree. At the end of the day, I just, I'm not saying that black women aren't protected. I'm not saying that they don't deserve to be protected. But what I am saying is that there are, there's different instances. The Tory Lanez thing, he shot her. That she, said it, she said that he shot her. And I say allegedly because, again, we live in a world where it's all about the fucking system. Trayvon Martin was murdered 
George Zimmerman was, was let go based off of the charges that they were trying to charge him. We know that he murdered him, but we live in a system where you got to follow the court. Now, if we could go like back in the olden days, well, the, the olden white days, then we could have went inside George Zimmerman's house, took him out, and hung him. But we can't do that. So again, I speak on based off of what we have. And at the end of the day, I'm not taking nothing away. Megan is a victim 100%. Tory Lanez was trash, and he wasn't making jokes of it. It's trash. But I was young once, and I may have been one of those people who would have been like laughing and joking or whatever. But you grow up. And it, again, it's a product of the environment. So do we need to reteach men how to be men? 100%. Again, that's why the new cool is to normalize being married, being a father, having feelings. Like, that's the new cool. So, again, that's that's why I do try to, again, change the perception of, of what it is. And then and what I would offer to you is to then also include in your new cool is believe in black women when they tell you that they're, what their experiences are. I, and but I know. You're even talking, even you're the ones talk, you don't know you're personally. You're talking to me. And I'm talking, about, I'm talking about men in general. I trust, I'm talking to all of them. I believe in every, everyone has their story. I'm t- and I'm talking and about... And I'm not saying that this story and you is are, not true. And you are you. And what I, what, I, what I also offer to you is to, as hard as it is, is to... And because we're, we all are susceptible to it, especially when we feel like we are... When we feel like the things that are very fundamental to who we are are being attacked. And you being a black man, you feel attacked. But what I'm saying though is too is also take yourself out of it and understand that you may not be the, the, the person who this is directed towards. But that just because you are also a black man doesn't mean that... And you don't do those things doesn't mean that other black men don't. And as a black woman, it's frustrating to have to like have these arguments with the, the men that are closest to me because it's like it doesn't it, it doesn't it's not it, it can't be true or it must or we're 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 not we're looking at it the wrong way because you're protected or you're safe or the people the men the black men you know yeah the black men i know but there's also black there's black men out there who who and this now and i and let me say this let me preface myself with this is that this yes this is applicable to any any demographic but when we're talking about within our community, the energy is not reciprocated to the same degree that it's given. And that's what it comes down to. And that's what is frustrating. And that's why it's, it's so disheartening and alarming sometimes that we're not given the same energy. We're not supported as much. We're, it's not as vocal as it is when the shoe is on the other foot. So with that... I'm going to yield and I'm going to, I can stop right there at this point because I still stand with what I said. And you you can't, I'm not saying that you can't stand with how you say or or how you feel. I just, as a black man who knows that he protects his black women and I would protect, again, if I see people having domestic violence issues, I may not jump in because I don't know, I'm not putting myself in a situation where I cannot protect myself. And anyone can feel any way that they want, but, but but my job is always to get home to my family. And I a hundred percent. And I understand and I respect. So you. so for me, I'm not. Now, if I see a man trying to rape a woman, am I gonna step jump in? Yes, that's different. If I see a husband, if I see a man and a, and a woman arguing or, or or getting physical, I'm minding my business. I'll call the cops. 
but I'm minding okay, my business. But that, but that's, because at the end of the day, but I'm not getting murdered to try to protect somebody who going to go back to him anyway. Okay, that's that's a very specific example and narrative just, that you live in. And I keep telling you, you keep going back to these like life or death situations. And it's not, it, sometimes it is you, that you way, call, but it's not always like that. So if you if you are on social media, you I know you other hate people's and, business and people get murdered for that. So if it was even on a social media wavelength, right? Somebody went to. If I've seen something on social media that I did not agree with, I'm going to reply because that's how I felt. But I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna be bullied to feel like I have to reply to every man who says something crazy. I'm not saying that you have to be. I'm. Like, I'm I, well, you brought up social media. Okay. Because to me, I can. I can differentiate. It's social media. At the end of the day, go past it. We posted picture. We you you posted the video of Tatum online and made it on Fro Babies, and there were people who was like, "Why did you post? Why did you record her?" Mm-hmm. There were people who who, who who was like saying negative stuff. So am I, am I going to reply to everybody? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. not anyone, no, but I, I'm giving you an example, Danielle. I'm giving you an example of you can try to be a vigilante and try to fight every every battle, but you got to pick your battle. You absolutely do, but I think that there's not enough battles being picked. And you always okay. keep you always think about you 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 do this a lot where you think about everything is very cut and dry or very all or nothing. And it is not always a very all or nothing, but it could be more than less. Is all I'm gonna say. Okay. And what am I? I'm, what was the, my survey? I'm I'm asking on Instagram right now. It's like black women. Have you ever experienced? To any degree, not feeling protected by black men. Is that what I should? How should I frame it? No, I think the frame should be: Do the black men in your life protect you? No, because that's TJ. Okay. Because that's still that's still okay. That's so very specific to. I can all right. That's, you can ask the same question to the black men. Have you ever felt that black women didn't protect you? And it can say same same situation. Mm-hmm. So, just so I understand. Women are living out here with the idea that if a black man sees them, they got to protect them. Even if they don't know them, they don't know the situation. It's, it's a black man's job to protect all black women, regardless of the situation. I am, that, am I understanding that? I think that there, I think that you would find that black women exist in a, in a society with the knowledge and understanding that if they were to be disrespected, harmed, violated, looked over, thought of, forgot about, whatever, that they would not really they would they would enter that ex- experience with little expectation that they would be somebody would stand up for them or with them. Like they would be the ones responsible for standing up for themselves more than them being stood up for by another group of people, another population, black men, white women, whatever. The reason why sometimes it stings or it hurts more when it comes from black men is because we are of the same, cut from the same cloth. We are of the same tribe. So you would think at the bare minimum, that if I could count on anybody, it's going to be those who I come from the same tribe as. I'm not expecting this from these other motherfuckers, but you would hope that that would be the, the that if that was the fa- only face in the room that resembled yours, or if that was the only face on the street that resembled yours, the only person on the timeline that resembled yours. And maybe that's where we differ. 
that you would hope. I, but I don't think that. I, I think don't that, hope. I think, I think that. Black, I don't hope that because because there's a black person in the room, or there's a black woman, a black man, a black woman in the room, that they're gonna cape for me because because we're black. I live I live in a real world, and in the real world, if someone doesn't know you, then they're, they're not, nine times out of ten, they're not gonna just do something just because. Just because we're the same skin. I've been in rooms where I see a black person and I give them a head nod and they don't give me a fucking head nod back. Mm-hmm. So my expectation is that every, just because we're black, that you're going to support me? That, that, that's not the expectation, but that's you would just think... I, what I said was that it's okay. not the expectation, but you would think that in those circumstances that it would be a, there would be a greater likelihood of it. We are not, we, we can't ever put superlatives on anything. This can't be an all or nothing or anything like that. But ultimately, that's, I think that we operate and we, we move through life not expecting. I would more so think that a black woman is going to speak up for me before a black man that doesn't know me, that, that a black woman would speak up for me. Is that's what I'm the case. And I feel like a black woman is going to speak up for anyone who is disenfranchised or marginalized or being oppressed or being harassed or being bothered or being mistreated i if i had to put my money on somebody i'm putting my money on a black woman on a black woman first and it's not all again we can't live in all or nothing but but if you had to to, to make a choice it was a black woman or a black man you're gonna say the black woman's gonna do it i got you and i don't think that i've ever had a realization of of it Again, I, I don't ever remember that there was a black woman who was like, no, TJ, you're good. I've, I've had black teachers who was like, TJ, you're a bad kid. I have teachers who weren't black who was like, TJ, you're going to be fucking special. And that's and I, I've said this several times throughout this recording that like it's not an all or nothing. There's not going to be any. There's not a cookie cutter approach to this, but it doesn't take away from the experiences of a large I'm, population. I'm, I'm not saying that they haven't had it. I'm, I'm, I'm not taking that away from them. I just don't. I don't know. Well, this is a hell of a quarrel. It, it was it was a great quarrel. I still love you, and I'm still going to protect you. And well, I still I'll love make you, sure and I, don't, I never questioned that you didn't protect, protect me. I just need you to listen a little bit more, but that's okay. Listen on what? I just, I, I think you need to hear from people outside of me. That's what it is. Outside of women. I, I, I think, heard I my think mother you, said I it. Think, I, I've heard other people say it. I'm not saying that it's not true, but I'm also saying, like, it's a slap in the face to the people in your life when you say, black men does not protect me, when black men do protect you. Say I said black men. I said I'd rather black you women. Say, I'd rather you say. I said black women cape for everybody else. I'd rather you say black that's men my, that's do not protect. I'd rather you say black men who don't know me don't protect me. Okay, that's cool. But don't say that black men because you're lumping me in there when I do protect. The, so the women you know. In my life, yes. But my thing is, I shouldn't. Ha- I don't. Even, I don't. If it doesn't apply to you, like what is it? If it doesn't apply, let it fly, right? If it doesn't apply to you, two things can be true. It can it cannot apply to you, but it could apply it could apply it to the other niggas over there. But when once you generalize it, then it applies to everybody. Because when you say black men, I'm a black man. So again. So you want me to, you want me to put some? I want you to yes. Preface. That's why you preface. I Otherwise, most I can say, or some, or most. So, or, or, or you can say the black men that I do not know. Because did your father protect you? Absolutely. Did your brother protect you? Mm-hmm. But you're lumping them in there. I'm not. You are. You're saying black men. They're black men. Okay. So. So preface. Okay. 
So that's all I'm asking. By that same logic, then a woman that a black woman that doesn't know you, then it does apply to you because you don't know her. So, she, so therefore, you're not a man that she knows. So she could say you don't. So she could. She then it applies to you. That yeah, a hundred percent. So then that's her experience. So then if that's her experience, and then my experience is over here, this and the other, then that makes starts making that experience. And and we let's and let's not get it twisted. There are women out here who have black men in their life that are familial related to them, or that are that are in their life in some way, shape, or form, and they also do not protect them. Okay, so then talk about those who don't protect. You. I'm, but I'm when I'm but, speaking, I'm not speaking but, about just my experience. I'm speaking, you're speaking as, as, as a whole. It's, exactly, you're speaking as a whole. As, your as, words as were black men do not protect. That that was your words. But I so you're lumping me in there. I preface my I said I did preface myself multiple times during this conversation during this debate you about at, I'm not I'm saying as a collective, which you means won. it doesn't apply you to won. every single black man, just like it doesn't apply to every single black woman. I've said that multiple times. We can run the tape. You got it, Danny. Black men don't protect black women. Got it. Black men do better. And this has been yet another episode of Lover's Quarrel. I think this, you got all the quarreling and all the loving that you needed. Um, as always, you know that you can follow us on Instagram at Lover's Quarrel Show. You can follow us on Twitter at Lover's Quarrel 7. And email us your questions, comments, thoughts, concerns, headaches, and heartaches at Lover's Quarrel Show at gmail.com. Um, folks, make sure you like, share, follow, tag, subscribe, all the things that you can do on these social media platforms to support us. And we appreciate you all. Um, as always, I am your girl, Danny. And I'm your guy, TJ. And you know that we fuss. We fight. But, but we, we love. love. Bye. Later, y'all. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.